You're listening to Art of the Unknown, the podcast about traveling inwards, outwards, and onwards. Hey guys, and welcome back to the show. You're listening to episode number 34, and I'm your host, Sarah Cruz. Another week, another opportunity to dive into the unknown. First off, I want to say thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review if you like the show. So as we dive deeper into the unknown, deeper into the self, and basically head down that road of self-discovery, inner reflection, and ultimately inner navigation, I think one of the greatest teachers that we have and ways of learning about ourselves and who we are in this world is to take a look at the relationships that we have created and engaged with throughout our lives. So the more that I do this show and the more that I really try to become aware of not just myself, but how I am reacting to this world and what exactly I am creating, it is becoming more and more clear to me that our inside world is is where it all begins and then everything else is going to be reflected outside of us. And I think the most clear distinction of that reflection is often going to be through our relationships because the people that we engage with, the people that we attract, the people that we ultimately become our most intimate with, those I think are a great indicator of where you are at that time and what exactly is happening inside of you. Because I talked about this in, I believe it was episode number... 23 called Roadmaps and Relationships. And what I talked about is how outside circumstances, specifically people, are a reflection of what is happening inside of you. And in order to really see who we are, we need to see ourselves in certain situations with certain people. And that is why relationships are so valuable is because they can show us the things that we cannot see within ourselves. And they show us the things that we cannot see by ourselves. So this episode, in a way, is an extension of that, which I will be talking about my own personal Mostly failed relationships, I know, good lord, but I think that this type of reflection is both very important and necessary because like I said, it is an indicator of who we were at that time and there are so many different lessons to be learned through relationships And I think if you take the time to actually and thoroughly reflect on them, then you can see things that you have learned, things that you have missed, and parts of yourself that you were not aware of at the time while you were in that relationship. So I'm basically going to be laying down my dating history and 
I mean, I'm not, I don't think anyone is the most proud of the choices that they have made in relationships or even people they have dated. But again, this is all for the purpose of self-discovery and self-reflection. So I guess if I have dated you or potentially you want to date me and you don't want to hear this side of the story, then you know what? You don't have to listen to this podcast and I'm going to be changing people's names in it. So hopefully no one can really be identified. So let's dive into the depths of my failed relationships. I mean, this might be a two-part series. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But I guess the only place that we can start right now is at the beginning. So the first I want to say, I guess you would call him my first love, first serious relationship, first actual boyfriend. I'm going to call him Kevin. Kevin and I dated for about two years and he was genuinely, and I'm sure he still is, a really nice person, good guy, good heart. And The thing that I take away the most from that relationship is really trying to, I guess, it was a time where I was really trying to define and understand what I really wanted. And even though I did love him, I did have feelings for him, and he was my first long-term relationship, I still didn't really know what I wanted in a boyfriend, in a relationship, in whatever. And I really couldn't because, again, it was my first. And at that time when we dated, I was, I think, between the ages of 19 and 21. And even though we dated for two years, I want to say halfway through the relationship, I... In my heart, I knew that it was over. I knew that I didn't want to be with him, but I did not have the, I want to say the self-understanding or the courage to actually identify how I truly felt about a situation and then act upon that belief. So I ended up staying with him I want to say probably for at least a year, not truly wanting to be with him. And the reason that I stayed, of course, is because I was afraid. In my mind, I was like, oh my God, this is my first real boyfriend. Is this it? Is this what love is like? Is this how I do it? Is this is this who I should be with? Like, I don't know. I didn't know at that time. But what I did know is that there was something inside of me telling me that it was not right. Like, I was ready to move on. And I think the time, or I think the reason I was ready to move on was because a part of me had outgrown him. I felt like I had learned everything that I needed to learn by being with him and being in that relationship with him. And for me, it was time to move on and find someone that could either grow with me or could inspire more growth within myself. And 
even though in my mind it was over, there was still obviously some more I had to learn, not about us, but about myself because my failure to really identify what I wanted and how I truly felt and be honest with myself, that led me to continue the relationship for another year. And outwardly, I knew that it was going downhill because... Part of me just really started to not like him. Part of me started to resent him. And that's when I began, I feel like, losing respect for him. Because I guess internally, I was angry at myself for staying in that relationship. And in a way, I was taking it out on him. So as time passed, I found myself becoming more and more distant from him mentally emotionally and even physically because I was living in Santa Barbara at the time and he was down living in Orange County and because of that physical mental and emotional distance it it was good because it gave me space to kind of live life without him but internally I felt like it was still a battle because I wasn't sure what I wanted. I wasn't sure what to do. And at the same time, I knew deep down that he was not right for me. I knew that I had out, I had outgrown this relationship and I was ready to move on. And of course, living in Santa Barbara, one thing led to another and I eventually ended up cheating on him. And looking back, I definitely do not regret that decision. I never told him. I never wanted him to find out because I didn't want to hurt him. But of course, once I cheated on him, I knew that I knew that the relationship was over. I knew that I had to break up with him. I knew that I couldn't see him again. I knew that I couldn't have sex with him again after just having sex with someone else. So looking back, even though I felt horrible about it, looking back, it was a clear indicator of what was happening inside of me. I knew that I wasn't happy. I knew that he was not what I wanted. And looking back, I am kind of in a way grateful that it happened that in that way because now I can almost I can more easily detect the things that are kind of signs within myself that I am with someone that I do not want to be with. And whether or not I act on those triggers or not, I know that they are an indicator and that they are there. So for example, when I find myself becoming distant or really lacking respect for that person, which I feel like is obvious, but for me, I didn't know at the time. And those are clear indicators within myself that this needs to end. This is going down the wrong path. And I do not want to go down that path again. And I don't want to be with someone that I head down that path with. So this relationship definitely taught me a lot. But what I think the greatest teacher here is that it taught me when it is time to move on. It taught me what I feel and what I truly believe within myself. And it taught me when to recognize that as truth and to not hide it, to not cover it up. And when I feel as though that this is not working and it's time to leave. It taught me that that it is okay 
and it is safe to move on, okay? Just because you're with someone and you love them does not mean you have to forever be attached to that person and that people can come into your lives to teach you lessons and then when it's over, you have to you have to learn to let them go. And in my case, by trying to hold on to this person, all I did was ultimately hurt him hurt myself and hurt the relationship. It wasn't doing anybody any good. And I feel like having had that experience and looking back on it, I can learn from it. I can know how not to make the same mistakes again. And I feel like this is why relationships are important because they definitely teach you a part of yourself that you cannot see on your own. I couldn't have learned these lessons by being single or by only dating someone for like a few months. I had to go down deeper within the relationship and deeper within myself to actually learn these lessons. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful that I had this opportunity to learn what I needed to learn and then move on because yes, I mean, of course, the first real relationship in person I dated when I was like 19, the odds aren't that he's going to be the one for me. So it was purely a learning experience. And honestly, I did not feel myself in that relationship. I did not feel like I was encouraged to be the person that I was. Not because he was disapproving of who I was, but I felt like I did not have the strength inside myself to be like, this is who I am, this is what I want, this is what I need, and this is how I express myself. And if you don't like it, then you know we're not meant to be together. And for me, I felt that at that time in my life, I was trying to more clearly identify who I was and having that relationship on top of it didn't, it kind of, suppressed me a little bit and I felt that I could more truly and easily be myself after that relationship had ended and again it's not it wasn't him it wasn't Kevin that was doing this to me it was myself it was my mindset within that relationship and being in that mindset and feeling as though I wasn't being truly who I was so comparing that to then leaving the relationship and being more free in my thoughts and my feelings and how I express myself by experiencing that contradiction I now know that I more clearly and definitely want to feel that freedom and I can feel that freedom for sure alone and I can definitely feel that freedom with someone else and I now know that if I'm in a relationship that I feel that I cannot be free within that is not the relationship for me and again these are lessons learned through me experiencing that contraction within the relationship and within myself. And again, it's all lessons. It's all lessons learned. So I am grateful for that relationship. I have no hard feelings towards Kevin. I hope he doesn't have any hard feelings towards me because I wish I wish him the best. But yes, again, it's a lesson learned. And then it's time to move on. So yeah, I broke up with him and then probably spent the next year or so being single, living that life. You know how that goes. And then, of course, I meet, oh, I don't even know what to call him. 
I shall call him Sam. I know I'm so creative, right? So Sam was one of my brother's friends, which should have been the first indicator that I should not date this fool. Holy shit, no, no, never date one of my brother's friends. Not okay. I love my brothers, but all of their friends are losers, okay? No, no, Sarah, bad. Don't do it ever again. Okay, I get it, lesson learned. So I met Sam, and hmm, Sam... I should have known. Oh, God, this is a weird story. Okay, so, of course, knowing me back in the day, I wasn't just, like, talking to Sam. I was also talking to another friend of my brother's, which whose name was also Sam. So I had two Sams at once, and, of course, I wasn't keeping track of these fools, so... Sam texted me and I was like oh shit which Sam is this I don't know I got two Sams on my hands right now okay fuck and of course so what I did is I googled his phone number I was like okay I'm gonna figure this shit out I can't ask you can you please more clearly identify yourself so when I googled his number trying to get you know trying to see who this fool was I came up with this fake Facebook page and uh it wasn't Sam it was somebody else and it looked like it was definitely fake and it looked like they were soliciting I don't know phone sex or something so I was like okay well I can't this doesn't work so I kind of had to go along with it right um basically I obviously identified who it was eventually and Sam and I dated probably for around six months I was definitely in love with him he was in love with me um, it was a good relationship. We got along very well. I would still say he is probably the most, from what I th- experienced and thought at the time, was he was the most emotionally mature person that I had dated. We connected on a deeper level than I had really connected with anyone else. And because of that, that made me fall more in love with him. And... And it it was weird because even though I loved him, a part of me deep, deep down knew that we were not going to be together. I felt like I did not have a future with him. I did not, I didn't plan a future with him. I didn't see a future with him, which was kind of confusing because I loved him. But at the same time, I don't, I don't see him as someone that I would want to build a life with or date for a long period of time or really even move in with. And this was a bit confusing to me, but I want to say during the relationship, it started coming up that I was not happy, not with him, but within myself and this was really I want to say the first time that I learned that someone else cannot make me happy I I don't know what it was I want to say I had this like lingering emptiness this lingering almost it wasn't depression but it was like this deep rooted sadness within my soul and I had experienced this feeling multiple times in my life okay and 
this was the first time that I had felt it in the context of a relationship. And it made it very clear that the problem that I was having within myself was not going to be solved or cured by dating somebody else. And I specifically remember looking at him one day and thinking like, you cannot fulfill me. You cannot make me happy. And I mean, while it was true, I just remember that this was, I want to say, a huge revelation I had within myself because I felt as though I was using, not, I mean, maybe I was subconsciously using dating and men as a distraction to keep me from really confronting how I truly felt deep down and when I felt that in that relationship it wasn't like oh I need to break up with him it was like holy shit like there's still something inside of me that that I need to confront and of course yeah you don't want to confront that shit you want to like ignore it and hope it goes away which it it doesn't and I think I talk about this in episode number three when I talk about running away not just from myself but from the world okay so anyways what happened what happened with good old Sam so (sighs) I was using his phone one day or his iPad or something and I came across this porn site and I was like what the hell like what are you doing I I don't know I I don't like porn I think it's gross I think it's dirty and just what came up I was like what the hell are you doing bro and I remember looking at him and he looked so incredibly just guilty and I was like I knew there was something going on. I knew that there was something a little bit deeper than what was being said right then and there. So it didn't really take me that long to kind of connect the dots. And of course, it took me back to that fake Facebook page that I found of somebody trying to solicit phone sex. And I was like, holy shit, was that his? So, of course, I typed in the phone number again into whatever Google or something. And, yep, there it was, his number, same Facebook page. And, of course, recent, I want to say within the last month, recent uh, post looking for phone sex. And I was like, holy shit, that is my boyfriend's number. And then I realized that the name he was using was actually his middle name. And I was like, holy shit, this fool is I don't know what he's doing but he is basically cheating on me with phone sex and I knew it I was like I have to break up with him this is done I cannot I I have too much respect for myself to be in that kind of relationship where I feel like one that someone is obviously lying to me about something and to completely just like no I get the porn thing if you're like, I don't agree with it, but I guess if you want to go watch porn, whatever, we we are all enti- entitled to like a personal life. But if you're going to be 
calling women up and having phone sex with them? Like, absolutely not. No, later. So, of course, I confronted him, and it turned out that apparently he has been suffering. Well, okay, so back it up a little bit. I Again, red flags, Sarah, red flags. He was a recovering alcoholic, coke addict, and had been in and out of jail, right? So normal things that people would consider red flags, I was like, oh, well, he's still... He's still a good guy. So apparently it was some kind of phone or a sex addiction, whatever. Um, But aside from those, those little details about the situation, the thing is that I was crushed. I was in love with this fool and... It was done. The relationship was over. It, it, no, like I had, I had to end it. Like I can't, I'm not going to do that. And it was probably the worst emotional pain that I had felt in my life. Okay. I just, it was, if I can paint a visual, it was as though somebody had taken my heart, my little glass heart, so delicate, right, and just shattered it into a million freaking pieces, and it was gone. I was, I don't know, I was, it was like one of those moments where you're just like, you don't understand reality. Reality just doesn't make sense anymore, and I just, oh, God, I couldn't eat for a few days. I remember just like driving and crying hysterically and having to like pull over and just throw up. Like I did not know which way to turn. And looking back on that relationship and how it ended and how I felt about everything, I want to say that the best the best lesson that I learned throughout that relationship is that I was severely lacking in self-love. I did not have the self-love within myself and I feel like that became reflected in how I felt once the relationship had ended. I realized that if I could feel so completely destroyed and just devastated over something I I felt like it was an indicator that I had no real solid foundation within myself and I was looking I knew it I was looking for this person to give me the love that I wanted and I felt like I needed and I felt like I couldn't supply within myself and when the relationship ended it really showed me that I had almost as though I didn't have an ounce of self-love in my body. And once the relationship was gone, so was the love. And I think at this point in my life was definitely a valuable lesson because it, again, it made me realize that there's something going on within myself that I need to fix, I need to take responsibility of, and I ultimately have to change by myself and for myself. And upon this realization, this is when I want to say, this is when my, whatever you call it, journey of self-love started because it, a little, a little bit within me shifted. It 
made me go in the direction of wanting to love myself, not so I didn't feel this way, but because that was what I needed and that was what I deserved. And again, how was I truly supposed to know that? Because at that time when I was dating him and even when I was single and just kind of living life, like I did not go that deeply down within myself. And if I did, I did not stay there for long. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to fully dive into the depths of my soul and part of me didn't know how to okay part of me was still still trying to work through the level that I was on and I think that this relationship what it did is that it helped expose me to a part of myself that had existed in the relationship but also prior to the relationship and I am grateful that it happened because it showed me something within myself that I could not have seen on my own because I wasn't willing to go there okay I didn't choose to have my heart broken it just happened and the fact that it did you, you got to take it as a lesson. You got to take it as something that you can learn. You got to see why, like, why was I in that state of just feeling like I was completely destroyed? Okay. It didn't have anything to do with the relationship. Yes, the relationship was a catalyst for that pain, but there was still that, I want to say that gap or that something existing within myself that I wasn't aware of. And through this relationship, I definitely 100% became aware of it. And once I became aware of how I felt about myself and how I really didn't love myself, then I couldn't become unaware of that fact. And I feel like that's when things started to evolve, even though they've been evolving very slowly. But from my growth of where I was to where I am now regarding how I feel about myself and self-love and all that jazz, I have grown a lot. And I really, truly believe that that was the start that heartbreak and that feeling of being so completely broken and shattered and just emotionally vacant that was when I realized that I need to have something that fulfills me that is not in the external world I cannot be looking for something outside of myself to fulfill me and I was and I'm glad it happened it obviously needed to happen because now it's helped me kind of maneuver and navigate a new a new way of being ultimately and yeah so of course yeah relationships can be freaking painful as hell holy shit don't want to do that again I mean I probably will I probably won't who knows but yes they are oh god they are ways that we can really truly almost look at ourselves and where we're at and then learn and try to move forward and grow and accept it and just just evolve spiritually emotionally whatever take it as something that needed to be learned and then do your best to make those changes that you know need to be made within yourself because yeah no one else is going to do it for you holy shit no one else is going to feel that pain and then learn from it except for you and that of course is the difficult part with relationships sometimes is that you gotta feel the hurt okay those relationships are gonna freaking punch you in the face sometimes and it's just it's just part of the equation Okay, I'm already, what, 
30 minutes deep right now so i have oh god i have time for one one more horrible love story okay so this last guy i'm gonna call him i'm gonna call him larry just because i think that's funny uh so god this is difficult to talk about because part of me still, still, still holds some resentment towards this fool. Part of me still holds some resentment towards myself for even dating him. Part of me has not forgiven myself for dating him, for having sex with him, for even just being with him. I guess that is obviously an indicator that there's still some some work that needs to be done here. But anyways, God. So I guess I started dating him. We were never boyfriend, girlfriend, like nothing serious. I refused to be his girlfriend. Holy hell, that was a title that I did not want <laughs> under my belt. That is for sure. So I started dating Larry here probably... <laughs> a year after Mr. Mr. Sam and uh, I don't know why I do know why oh god okay fine so uh, this is this was when I came I came back from traveling in uh, South America which again there's another relationship story about that too that I don't think we're gonna get to I don't know god they're just they're just they're just never ending with me, are they? Okay, so anyways, yeah, so I started dating Larry here, and honestly, I was, my justification for even, like, texting him or even starting a conversation was that I was bored. I was like, sure, whatever, I can talk to you. Off the bat, I definitely was not, like, physically attracted to him. I didn't really, I just thought I would just, like, play with him a little bit, to be honest. Like, I was like, sure, whatever. I can entertain me for a little bit. I know, I could be a bitch. Um, (laughs) But anyways, so I guess part of the appeal here for even beginning conversation and beginning to, like, date him if you even want to call it that oh god gross I'm gonna throw up um is that he was pretty much he was pretty much obsessed with me I knew it I can tell he just I don't know he I can just tell off the bat that he like really liked me and really just like would be like oh my god you're so amazing you're so this you're so that and of course of course my ego was like yeah you sure I guess I could have you hang around for a little bit right and so my intention wasn't really to like do anything long term I was like yeah sure I'm bored I guess we can like chit chat and then it just didn't end it didn't end it went on for a year a year with this guy and I guess that's one of the lessons I learned is that like there's there's no you're if you're wasting time you're wasting time okay if you know you don't want to be with someone and you don't even want to like date them seriously like why the hell are you hanging on and unfortunately my plan of just you know texting or hanging out for a little bit turned into a whole fucking year of wasted time with this fool and in my mind I was like oh I'm still open to dating other people which I did not because all of my time was wasted on this fool and oh god Larry see part of me just still still hates him a little bit um he didn't really do anything wrong uh he just was oh 
God. <sighs> Again, I am so bad with red flags. Recovering heroin addict. Like, seriously, Sarah? Like, come on. Get your shit together. And I'm like, what is this pattern of me dating recovering addicts? Like, what the hell? That is an obvious red flag for the normal person. And with me, I just, I just couldn't. I just couldn't see it. I, I guess I was lying to myself. And I was a bitch to him, too. I treated him like shit. I did, part of me, while I was dating him, just, like, hated him a little bit the whole time. And, again, that is not healthy. Holy shit. That is an indicator that there is something, something going on within myself, okay? Yeah, there's pl- there was plenty of things wrong with that fool. That is for sure. But in my mind, all of the blame was going on to him. I would constantly point out everything that was wrong with him without taking the time to reflect on what was going on inside of me. And looking back, again, this whole problem of self-love, it wasn't solved, okay? I wasn't... I wasn't looking for him to solve that, but I feel like that relationship was a reflection of the way that I felt about myself. I, at that time, in a way, hated myself a little bit. I did not like who I was. I wasn't happy with myself, and I just, uh, just for some reason, just resented, resented who I was a little bit. And I think that is why I ended up dating someone who I also resented. And again, these problems are going very, very deep and they're not something that can be solved. And I think the reason I dated him for so long is because I wasn't happy with myself. I was, I did not like myself. So of course I wasn't going to be inside of a thriving relationship. No, it was a clearly... It was clearly another dysfunctional one, and I was a bitch to him. I was mean to him. I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with myself. I wasn't happy when I was with him. I was generally just not happy, and oh, God, yeah, I was a bitch to him. I treated him very badly. There are times that, like, I would just tell him that I was leaving him because, I just wanted to make him cry and he would he would beg me to stay and a part of me was like yeah like it felt good it felt good causing another person pain because it made me feel better about myself and I know that's a horrible thing to do and to say but I at that time it was true I wasn't really real I wasn't I didn't realize what was going on because I was in it. But looking back, yeah, I just didn't like him because I didn't like myself. And a part of me still has not forgiven myself for dating him because, I don't know, I feel like maybe I haven't forgiven myself for feeling that way or I haven't really accepted my part in the relationship because again it was a lot it had a lot to do with blame and he was the perfect person to blame he was the perfect person to focus my my attention on externally because that kept me from looking at myself and in a way I felt like 
dating someone that was clearly like, oh, what the hell? He he had his own issues. I feel like he was he was definitely crazy. Fuck. Scorpios. Don't date Scorpios, man. God. Um, Anyways. Yeah. So I felt like if I can date someone that had more issues than me, it definitely made me feel better about myself. It made me feel as though I had the upper hand in the relationship. And again, this whole, this whole dating history thing, I, I feel like I'm definitely telling you the worst parts about the situations and the, the people that I've dated because I feel like that's where I definitely need the most growth and that is where the most lessons are to be learned. But even after things ended with him, because I freaking moved to Oregon, like I had to physically... God, it's so dysfunctional. I had to physically leave the state before things were end things ended. And I did not want a relationship with this fool. I don't know why I stayed with him. And living in Oregon, I also dated some freaking weirdos. This one guy, holy hell. I mean, I'm sorry, but if you're like 35 and you have a stuffed animal, like, no. God, that's why I don't date bartenders anymore. After that, I was like, holy shit, no, no. Plus, knowing my track record, dating bartenders is not a good thing anyways. Um, Yeah, so he was a little clearly emotionally immature. And I was like, I put up with it. We dated for a few months. And I was like, <laughs> I think it ended because I told him I was like going on vacation. And I would and I just never told him when I came back. Um, I just bounced I was like, bye, (laughs) boy, bye. Anyways, God, okay, so what is the point? What is the point? Why am I bearing the most embarrassing parts of my past dating history out into the world? And I think it's a good reflection or a good way to really reflect on some of the choices that I have made. And I think a lot is beginning to shift, okay? I feel like... There has been, throughout these relationships, it was definitely a lot of me placing the blame on other people. I would blame these guys that I was picking. I would say that there's something wrong with them. I'm just dating losers. I'm dating people that are broken. I'm dating people that are not capable of being inside of a healthy relationship. Okay, I was blaming, 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 blaming. And then it became to the point where I was blaming my mom. I was like, holy shit, I have horrible taste in men because my mother has horrible taste in men, okay? Watching her, girl, her dating history is worse than mine, okay? And I was like, I learned it from my mom. Like, I'm just a mini version of my mom. I'm dating ex recovering addicts. I'm dating people that have been in and out of jail. I'm just dating losers. And then more recently, this is when I started to like understand. I was like, holy shit. What is the common denominator in all of these relationships? And you know what? Guess what? It's me. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. That was a bit of a difficult realization because it meant that I, of course, had to then take responsibility for my choices, my actions, and then really try to understand why the hell am I attracting these people? What inside of me is bringing these people into my life? Like what what the hell is going on? And I'm still I'm still not there. I still don't know. 
good lord okay i'm at the point where i'm almost i'm afraid to date i do not trust myself holy shit <laughs> like i feel like if it's if it's like i'm attracted to someone that might mean that it's probably someone that i shouldn't be attracted to so yeah i'm definitely taking this little hiatus from dating right now because i feel like there's definitely some work that needs to be done okay i am done dating losers i am done i am done i am done and i'm done not just dating losers, but I'm done being that person who dates people like that because I feel like there's something there's something still inside of me that is attracting the wrong kind of person. And maybe I'm just being too hard on myself, but maybe there's also something down there that I haven't settled and I haven't worked through and my relationships are basically an external reflection of how I truly and ultimately feel about myself okay so yeah it's I knew this episode would be a little bit longer because dating and talking about that shit it could I could honestly probably talk for another few episodes but I am not going to okay so I feel like I have only just kind of skimmed to the surface of what's been going on and what exactly is happening. So there is definitely going to be another episode in which I will hopefully kind of dive a little bit deeper and reflect on not exactly the pattern of what has happened, but why it is happening and go deeper in that direction. It's a big topic. Again, understanding who you are and the choices that you make especially in the bounds of a relationship, is a very difficult and complex thing. So I'm sorry if this episode was a bit scattered. Um, generally, the the things that are hard to talk about are a little bit, a little bit more unorganized as they come out of my mouth because, again, this is... This is stepping into the unknown, okay? These are new kind of areas that I'm going in and going towards okay I've never been where I am at right now okay I haven't really gone deep into the work of relationships and what exactly I am putting out there so this is this is all new to me right now and I mean hopefully I made a little bit of sense (laughs) and hopefully my my internal my internal battles and struggles can hopefully shed some light on your own because yeah it's a there's apparently a lot in there that I didn't know about still and there's still I guess some some things that need to come out and need to come up especially in the realm of forgiveness and I want to say maybe trusting myself more and god I don't know. Maybe I'll just be forever single and don't have to deal with this shit anymore. <laughs> just kidding. I feel like that's that mindset is another issue that needs to be worked out. Okay, I am done. I am done with this episode. So, yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate everyone that listens to this podcast. Again, these aren't the easiest topics to talk about. 
So I do appreciate your understanding and for listening. And yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I also want to know what everyone else wants to listen to as well. If you have any topics you want me to hear or you want to hear me talk about, you can go to my website, www.artsoftheunknownpodcast.com. Go there. You can contact me. And yes, if there's anything you want to know, you want to listen to, you want to hear, go ahead and just leave me a message. And yes, I will respond quite rapidly. And yes, thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening to this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go to iTunes and leave me a review and a rating just so I know what you think of the show. And yes, it would be great to hear from you guys. And I will be back next week with another episode. And I'll talk to you then. 